Welcome to Nerds Geeks in the Kitchen Sink. It's the podcast equivalent of hanging out. It's so funny to see you watching and staring at you. No, you try to. You can't do it over there. When we're on Zoom, you just it doesn't work the same. (laughs) Trying to be cute with me. (laughs) Hey, today we have an amazing guest. They're all they've all been amazing. This one is no exception. We have George from the best little whorehouse in Philly. George, it's me. I'm here. George is the coolest. George has the coolest show. (laughs) I have I have said nothing but. I just love it. It's so good. I, I was so lucky to to be on it once or twice, technically. And uh, if you guys aren't listening to the best little horror house in Philly, you're you're wrong. You should definitely check it out. <laughs> definitely it's just, be. It's that good. Yes. Well, um, extremely so. kind of you, and and thank you for the nice words. And I feel like I should address the question posed on the Nashville CA episode about how I edited the trusty episode with the answer poorly. <laughs> I think I remember you saying like. Look, there was a lot of tracks. Yeah, I there so was no way. It was like eleven guests plus me, and I literally audacity audacity would crash every time I tried to load that many tracks into it. Yeah. So I finally had to do. Um, I like through work have the uh, Adobe Suite, and so I was like, all right, oh, let yeah. me like try and learn Audacity or not Audacity, whatever the Adobe version is, um, yeah. and Audition. I think that's what it is, right? Adobe Audition. Adobe Audition. Yep. I used yeah. to use it. Yep. Yeah. And so I downloaded that and had to struggle through learning a brand new platform that in order just to have it <laughs> handle the amount of tracks that were happening. One episode for one thing. Yeah. yeah it was, um, boy, what an experience. But really fun, though. It turned out well. And thankfully, uh, everybody was on their best behavior, which meant there was less editing for me to have to do. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's always good. Always good. Yeah. We, we don't like editing around these parts. Yeah. So I understand we, it. We, we choose to lose well, editing. It's a it's a struggle. I I <laughs> wrestle with it every day. <laughs> yep, yep. Um, so yeah, um, you, you know, you're. I think people probably know you from the horror world, but I, I know that you're into many other things. Fairy taste, uh, baby. Yeah, the best way to be. So uh, you know, we're going to be talking comics. We're going to be talking superheroes and all, all kinds of junk tonight. So. You know, uh, I'm excited to hear what you have to say about some of those other subjects Hell that yeah. maybe you don't normally get the chance to talk about. Oh, yeah. So. I mean, look, I even got my freaking, uh, I got a comic oh, book tattoos and go. shit. I'm all over the place. People right. can't pin me down. <laughs> so awesome. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, let's get into it. Uh, Chris, have you been watching, reading, playing anything? Uh, well, actually, I just finished Candyman. Oh, did you? I literally, like, 10 minutes ago, <laughs> oh. finally finished the, the second half of it, so... So what did you think? I liked it. I I didn't like it as much as the original. Yeah, I, that's I, I mean, mean tough bar, know. tough bar to clear. It, it's yeah, yeah, and I, it is. I I mean, visually now I kind of almost like the new one better because you know we were talking off air about some of the shots in Chicago and the skylines and the yeah. even in the projects the way they set up that visual. Gorgeous, it is gorgeous, really gorgeous. Movie. But yeah. storyline. You know, obviously the original is, you know, like you said, it's a it's a hard bar to to clear. Yeah. So but it's hard it to did, beat that Tony T. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it really did. Um the scares weren't like over the top. Neither is the original though. Uh, I think no. you gotta remember. Uh speak for yourself, my man. <laughs> oh, you really? <laughs> I think that, okay. that movie is pretty um visceral. It's it's I, not I, yeah. It's not that it's like slasher scary but like the realistically yeah uh, i think that um the tone that it creates is really uh it seeps into you 
I got to agree with that. But I, I think the new one does a good job with the tone, mm. personally. I don't know. What, what did you think of it, George? I actually haven't seen it yet. Uh, what? I know. Okay, fair enough. I know. Uh, no, no, I, no. I want to see it. Um, unfortunately, by the time I had some time to get back out to the theaters, it was no longer playing. Mm. So that's the way it goes. So now I just got to wait uh, wait for a chance to see it on VOD. But I am looking forward VOD. to it. Um, I like the first one a lot, a whole lot. And so I am sure yeah. that uh, if, if it is even a pale imitation of the first, that I will find plenty of stuff to enjoy. I think you will. I, yeah, I think it does stand pretty closely to the original. I'm well, not saying it's better. It's DK, not. would you like agree? I don't know if you'll agree with this or not. It almost felt like a tale of two movies, the new one. Mm. Like in parts, it seemed like it was two movies running simultaneously. No, I think that duality is intended. I don't think it's ineptitude by the director. And I wasn't. No, I'm not saying that. But I mean, you literally, could Chris. Why would you bring... say that? <laughs> we're mad. we're mad. We're very mad now. That's okay. No, but I mean, honestly, it, it, it you can run half of this movie by itself and have a different kind of movie in itself. I see. I see what you're you know saying. what I mean. Yeah, I, it's, yeah. I think you're right. Yeah, that's not incorrect, but. I think it does work the way it's put together. And, so. and I'm not saying it is, but I mean, really, there's a little, I, I wouldn't call it a disconnect, but it's definitely totally, I think, really different between mm. one one of the, uh, you know, one compared to the other. I, think I need to watch it six more times to be able to <laughs> really talk about it. I mean, so. like I said, and I literally just got done with it. And I think the scares probably would be a little bit better in a big theater. I think yeah. it loses a little bit of it at home. Mm-hmm. But okay, and and no spoilers, but the final scene. Come on. I uh, yeah. I mean, it <laughs> it, it was good. I a mean, grand the, finale, yeah. in my opinion. Big time. But uh okay, well, I watched just today The Strangers 2 for the third time. Wow. For the third time. I, guys, I like Strangers 2. I like 2 that. A lot. Just today for the third time. <laughs> Not, okay, I haven't watched it thrice on this very day. She's like, are you okay, I, Dustin? <laughs> strangers, man, they're coming. Uh, no, um, I, I just, there, that movie, it's just a Carpenter knockoff. And yeah. I am such a, it's just the thing for me. It's, I, I was showing it to, to someone I work with and we watch movies on lunch. And uh, we, I really like Strangers too. Now, Chris, have you seen Strangers too? It's been forever and a day. I mean, oh, I- okay. Uh, I probably need to go back and watch it again. But George, Strangers Two? No, you have long been an evangelist for this movie to me because I, I thought that the first one was pretty good. It was an early blip episode. Uh-huh. Uh, was the original Strangers, and I think that you had mentioned that it is very different from that first yeah. one, and oh, yeah. it is it sounds like it is different in ways that would appeal to me. Um, so I am interested to see it, and uh, I think that um. Maybe that's one that I'll watch soon. Get it on that list. It's yeah. on Netflix right now. Perfect. Yeah, I think you'll enjoy it. It's not perfect by any means, but it's just one of those that I, for some reason, I keep going back to and enjoying every time. Hey, you gotta got to have some, those movies. It's got some scenes, man. It's got some, and it's so beautifully shot too. I just love like, and it's so simple. It's like foggy, well-lit nighttime shots of like grassy roads. and Done and done. It's 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 really it's really good and a great score. It fully rips off the fog theme. I mean, it it's literally the fog theme, um, almost exactly. But it, it really works. So, the strangers from too, the great, and they do quite well, in my opinion. So, 
Anyway, George, what do you you watch anything recently? Uh, what have I been watching? I've been doing a lot of rewatches lately. Mm-hmm. Um, so I recently um, paired up The Shining and Doctor Sleep again, yeah, and everything. had just a delightful time revisiting both of those, especially in quick succession like that. Succession, even. Well, it can't be quick <laughs> yeah. if it's those two movies. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. And I did watch the director's cut of Dr. Sleep, so it was the full three-hour affair. But I honestly think that with both of those movies, because they are paced so well, they don't have the feeling of mm. a two-and-a-half or three-hour movie to me. Um, you know, I look up the first time I checked the time on Dr. Sleep, there was only an hour in the movie left. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, and I think that that's pretty impressive uh, to make it two hours in and not even feel compelled to see how much more of the movie is left. Um, I think that Ewan McGregor, what an actor. That guy is just unreal. And oh, yeah. he's going up against uh, an impressive child actor. Um, I forget I forget the name of the woman who plays Rose the Hat, but she's also fantastic. Um, and, you know, just seeing the, like, having the original shining so fresh in my memory for the scenes where they're doing the flashbacks and seeing the way that they didn't necessarily try to be a 100% imitation of it, but more to just conjure the feeling of it. And it It really did it. Yeah. It works so much better than some noticeable, terrible CGI abomination. (laughs) Like yeah. it, it just um, I think that it's such an impressive feat that uh, to me, it, it feels a lot like Psycho 2 in that it's such an impressive feat that as untouchable of a movie like The Shining or like Psycho, where it feels like an outrageous idea to even contemplate making a sequel for them yeah. to pull off something that is not only decent, but really serves to enhance the original I mean, that's a, that's as much as you can ask for as, as far as I'm concerned. I was really concerned because that didn't do well. No, uh, big flop. <laughs> yeah. and, and I was really concerned that that would hurt Flanagan. Does not uh, seem to And we would, and uh, we would lose that. Flanagan. Yeah. But it does not seem to have, no, not at all. So that's really great. Uh, I have seen at this point a few episodes of Midnight Mass. I have not seen the whole thing, but I'm into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, so far I, I'm, I'm enjoying it. So, Chris, did you finish that? I have no. I've still got the last two episodes to watch. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I'm enjoying it so far. Yeah, it's really good. So, oh, just just to go back to Doctor Sleep, um, I watched it when it first came out, like on what was it HBO or whatever. Mm-hmm. They were playing The Shining, and then the directors got wow. back to back. Great. And literally, I'm you know, but I start at seven o'clock, and I'm done at you know one o'clock in the morning. <laughs> But yeah, those two movies back to back are almost the way to watch it. Mm-hmm. I mean, especially if you haven't seen The Shining in a little while. Ooh, yeah, there's so many things to- that call back to it. Even like, um, I always forget how blue the opening credits of The Shining are. Yeah, and then for for them to <laughs> right, utilize yeah. them again in Doctor yeah. Sleep, it's such a little homage to it, but it's so uh, impactful seeing it when you have the reference point. Well, yeah, and the, and the funny thing is, it's like the color palette that they were using, they almost, if you watch them side by side, I mean, yes, of course, the modern, you know, filming technology, it's going to be a little bit brighter, but I mean, the color palette itself mm-hmm. almost mirrors the original movie. Yeah, yeah, and I it's mean, really great. You know, so, uh, and 
I thought that was a really good choice for him to do. And um, Rose, I can't remember her name, but she was in, uh, she was like the singer in mm-hmm. um, The Greatest Showman. Yeah. Yeah, and she she's was. been in Mission Impossible. Rebecca and... Ferguson. Yes, yes. She's great. She was really great in that. And in the in for the for her to be able to not only go toe to toe with you and McGregor, but in the scenes where they are actively combative, for her to almost steal the scene from him. Uh, yeah, I was going to say there's very of... very impressive. And honestly, the 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 young girl, she went toe to toe with her too. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, it was. It was, there was no, you know, really scene stealer. They were equally as, I think she was like one of the bright spots, especially in the movie. Of, yeah. A it's, very, <laughs> of it's, a very bright movie. Right. Yeah. And, and it's so hard to get one good child actor. And there are three really good child actors in that movie because the girl who plays Abra is really good. Yeah. The girl at the very beginning who in the cold open gets eaten by Rose uh, right. is really fantastic. And then that kid in the, the cornfield, holy shit, you really believe that he is in agony during yeah. that. Oh, you know, my God. Yeah. We had a walkout in the theater when I saw it in theaters during love that scene. You love to see it. Be- Don't you love a walkout? Yes, I do. I had two during Titan, and it was <laughs> oh. very fun. Um, one of my favorite walkouts was we were in Glorious Bastards. Ooh, that's a good one, that's a good one <laughs> yeah. for walkouts. People were yeah. walking out. I was like, what are you? This is the cinema. What are you doing? Uh, that was pretty good. Yeah. Um, Chris, any famous walkouts you can remember? Oh, man. Well, I I walked out on a few movies, and I'm not, I walked out not on, ashamed. I walked, out of, uh, I walked out of Batman versus Superman. <laughs> That's, uh, on it, it wasn't, That's on you. That's on you for going to see it. <laughs> it wasn't mainly discussed. It was a little bit yeah. discussed. Uh, not really. I, I, I had a newborn, and I was like, I had a text that said, hey, hey I'm having some trouble. Maybe mm. come home. And so I was like, yeah, I could say and finish. And it wasn't like, oh, demanding. you got to come yeah. right now. But I was like, eh, I think I could ditch this. <laughs> it's not a big deal. <laughs> Baby, Batman versus Superman. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, not a big deal. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I stayed, but I yelled. I mean, <laughs> I <laughs> physically yelled. You've got to be kidding me on the Martha scene alone. <laughs> I was screaming at It offended you that badly? I, I was cussing in the movie theater. Wow. <laughs> Why did you say that name? <laughs> yep. Are you enough an idiot to put that scene in here? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't yeah. know. We don't need to talk about Batman versus Superman. <laughs> it's okay. We've talked about it. Or Zack Snyder's Justice League. Mm. The way God intended you to see the Justice League. Uh, I didn't uh, go back for it. I said once was enough on this movie, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I had to put myself through it once and I've never went back again. I I had to I had sustained a minor injury and had to stay home from work, and so uh, not from that, not from watching it, but I had it been injured. So that would have been a better story, though. Yeah, this movie hurt me. Um, So I had a reason to sit around on the couch, and so I I was said I said, well, this I guess there's no better time than now. Yeah. So I sat through it and whatever. We talked about it at length. Wow. (laughs) No. 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 Uh, Chris, did you see that? Um, totally changing gears. It's all right. Did you see the X Men news? Uh, no, I haven't. I haven't. But kinda... Claremont is coming back to X Men. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I did, did see, you that. see that. Yeah, I had seen. So cool. uh, what is it? Shadowcat. There's a new Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler. Yeah. Story. Yeah. Wow, that's awesome. So. 
Yeah. That brings um, back vibes of Excalibur, which the original run of uh, Excalibur, it's which related I'm good to. with. Yeah. Th- did you see that? It's related to that. Yeah. So it's very cool that he's going to get to go and play with those old toys. That is really cool. I also have been really enjoying Shadowcat recently. Um, I was reading, I was keeping up with House of X, Powers of X, and- Yes, oh, finally yeah. someone else who's read <laughs> yeah, it. I know. We love it. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. It's absolutely yes. amazing. And I was even reading like Marauders and all those around it. And cool. Marauders was my favorite of those spinoffs because- Shadowcat and the crew on that ship were just so fun. And I was having a great time with that, um, especially compared to like Fallen Angels, which yeah. I don't have to talk about that one. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm always happy to uh, see Captain Shadowcat taking, taking a little bit more of the helm there. Right. <laughs> I just, I love that whole X-Men run. I, taking the X-Men a little bit more seriously, a little right. bit more mature. It was great. I, it's Hickman is mm-hmm. my go-to guy with this kind of thing anymore. Well, that's I also why I'm really, really yeah, much whatever Hickman. I was going to say, that's why I'm really curious with the, the lives and deaths of Wolverine. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because he's got his hands on it. So, like I said, this I think this is just with the game coming out, with the, the standalone series of Wolverine. Is the game is the game 2022 20, or 23? 23. <laughs> oh. I know. I know. From everything I've seen, it's like early twenty-three. Wow! Um, but is the three the three claws? <laughs> it better be Wolverine's claws. I'm be. sure at some point some graphic designer is going to get you know he'll get there. Like of intelligence and put it up there. That was the poster for X Men Three. I think. Yes, yes, it had. To be. Now that I think about it. Um, also, Hox Pox related. Um, one of my favorite new designs in a really long time. With um, Ilyana Rasputin the fourth, the like Colossus uh-huh. looking yeah. uh, character, but it's like uh-huh. Lady Colossus with um, the sword from um, Havoc. I think her name. What, what's that? What's his sister? Pretty cool. Um, whatever, whatever her name is. The yeah. sword that she has from her is very cool, and um, it's like when they got into all the like Mister Sinister genetic modification stuff yes. and like right. pulling together different mutants. I'm like. This is I everything that. that I wanted. <laughs> this is like the ultimate X Men. It really yeah. is so good. I love it. Yeah. And Mister Sinister having that that whole subplot of, oh, yeah. of Mister Sinister existing in these different forms and there being all these different Sinisters. Right. Oh, I love it. Magic. It's, it's magic, so not magic. It's pure magic. Yeah. It's, it's that Hickman magic. And I love that there'd be those pages of just like, what charts? Is this information. <laughs> right. What are these charts? <laughs> There's, there's. What? You've got like pie graphs and, yeah. and yes, schematic charts yeah. of, of ancestry. Yeah, that was and, so good. It's fun. It's a lot yeah, of fun. I, I liked it a lot. And yeah. also, what a way. Um. Oh man, this is this is really embarrassing. I feel bad that I'm forgetting all these characters, but the um the woman who like it, it's revealed that she like has Moira, Moira McTaggart. Moira McTaggart. Yes, the way yes. that they handled Moira. So such a good plot yes. thing. Incredible. God, I love it. It was so fantastic having her explain away how she shows up in all these different timelines and everything that yeah. people have written. Um, right. It's glorious. Just fantastic. I, I, I loved it so much. That is peak X-Men. My been only like thing. two years now? Yeah, it oh, has Yeah, been. hard to believe. My only thing is I just can't can't see Professor X with that stupid cerebral helmet on. <laughs> I like it. I like I it, too. Cool. I, I, just, yeah. I don't uh. think it's cool, but I like it. <laughs> I think it's cool as hell. 
Um, I also like the white Magneto suit. I think that pretty much. No, I did like that. I did like that. Yeah. Yep. Yep. A a red Nightcrawler. Come on. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Super good. And if people who people who are listening haven't read the Hickman Powers of X, House of X. Go We've been preaching it. about it yeah. for a while, guys. It's Please, great. they're they're all available out there now. Yeah. Please, they're probably jump. even collected in a trade by this point. I think so. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I think that. Yeah, that that does exist. You you definitely, guys, check that one out if you're if you're into comics, if you're into X Men, even if you haven't done. Because great, cause great point to jump back in. It is because I hadn't done. X-Men or even like a Marvel comic yep, for a same while. Same. Yeah. It's been a long time. And it, and it was the perfect jumping mm-hmm, in point. Totally agree. It was so rewarding and it, man, it's just so good. So yeah, I I, I praise that storyline. Every, everything, everything about it is really good. So oh, since George, I rewind a little bit. Since George mentioned um, Shadowcat, Kenny, I got something to show you real quick. Hell yeah. Chris, no, put your pants back on. <laughs> oh, it disappeared. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I don't know if you can see that. Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. Artist drawn. Wow. Ron Frost. who had a couple of runs in the early 90s. Yeah. Holy shit. That's, that rules. So the classic blue and, and navy. Yeah. The light. So and I did find a, uh, they have the new set of Age of Apocalypse figures. You know, the Marvel ones. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you build the Age of Apocalypse Colossus. Wow. That rules. Oh, so I did cool. see that. And he's so cool. He's so big. I know. Um, he's huge. Uh, the problem The problem is, is that, so I love doing the build of figures. I think it's a great way to incentivize the collecting. But yeah. there is always like one or two in the set. I'm just like, I don't it, yeah. fucking want this toy. I know. There were a couple. Yeah. I was like, uh. I'm, I'm stuck with Sabretooth's leg. <laughs> I'm never going to. Yeah. Like, I like him, but I don't love him enough that I'm going to buy all these other. Right. It was, you're not going to sell me uh, Morph. It was so funny. Sorry. When I was. Um, so I have like. Um, it's like a first aid box that I have repurposed into like holding all the little accessories and shit for all my toys. Yeah. Different heads, right. the hands and stuff. And. Um, for a long time, because I had um, almost all of Molten Man built, except oh, yeah. for the head and the right <laughs> arm. And so I just like stuck a kingpin head <laughs> on him. And I was oh, like, awesome. this is it. This counts. <laughs> oh. um, yes. I, I have since actually gotten the other pieces of it, but I was like, I'm not going to have this much of him and not have it on display. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, speaking of kingpin, um, what did you watch the Daredevil TV show? I think I watched the first two seasons. It went for three, right? Three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I watched the first two. Um, I liked it. I thought it was a fun, fun world to play around in. I always like when Marvel takes it small scale. You know, at some point, all of these uh, global or even universally uh, threatening uh, events becomes a little hard to put yourself into and be like, yeah, this I can relate to this. Right, it's much easier to relate to a person with a problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the just the quote unquote street level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I also did think, um, based on the way that they were setting things up at the very end, I was like, it would be very cool if maybe Morbius and Blade got involved in this, and that would be yeah. a good way to utilize it because there was some vampire stuff and Electra coming back. I was like, this. Uh, it was that season two that Electra was there. Season two is when Electra happens. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I don't know what happens with season three. You're, you can feel free to spoil it. But um, I just was like, this would season be. Season three is uh, Punisher. Bullseye. <laughs> oh. Well, 
No, it, season two is Punisher. But season three's got the beginning of Punisher in it. Like Maybe one I or two episodes in it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. It, it has been a few years, but yeah, huh. yeah. I I've, I like the Punisher, but I like Daredevil a lot more. Um, yeah, I liked. Uh, I thought all those shows had at least a few worthwhile moments. I mean, Jessica Jones, I liked the first season yeah. that I watched. Um, I liked the first season of Luke Cage, although I think that once it killed off uh, Cottonmouth, it took a huge yeah. nose dive. What a mistake! Yeah. yeah, what a bad thing. Um. We don't have yeah, to talk the, about Iron Fist. I didn't watch it. <laughs> no, Iron Fist, no. not good. No, but but yeah, Punisher I liked as well. I also like John Bernthal a lot. I think that he had pretty big shoes to fill. You know, I know a lot of people don't like the Punisher movies. I like the Punisher movies. And there's one correct answer. Which one's your favorite? Uh, probably Warzone. It's goofy. Yes, <laughs> we fully agree. <laughs> Um, but but I Chris think that they're both good. No, I totally agree. <laughs> oh, no, do you agree? I no, I do. No, no. Okay. Although the little short that Thomas Jane did, yeah, it's good. Dirty Laundry. I, yes, yeah. I think if they would have done the original Punisher that way, mm-hmm. I think everybody probably would have changed their mind on which one was better. Yeah, um, probably. Know, it's hard to beat Warzone. And I do think that Thomas Jane is very good, which is why I think that it was very impressive that Bernthal really slid into it, made it his own. I also right. happen to agree with his politics, which helps that I can get behind him being like, the people who maybe utilize the Punisher logo the most <laughs> are not necessarily who the Punisher would be best pals with, we'll say. I see what you mean. Yeah. yeah. Um, and for Bernthal to be getting in front of that, and explicitly being like, I don't like when the shitheads use this. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I, I can get behind that. And I think that um, it's it's a, a good thing in a Marvel system that doesn't always reward that kind of thing. Did you play the Punisher PlayStation 2 game? Yes, I did. And boy, oh boy, did I love throwing those guys through those pinball machines. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that game, it was just like, what What are the most creative ways we can murder these thugs? Yeah. And <laughs> the you, drill press. Oh, oh, man. Lots of great ways. For a young yeah. for a young man, that was, what a delight. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, speaking of games, uh, I picked up Alan Wake Remastered. Ooh, oh, nice. You, you did pick it up? I want to play I that. picked it up, and I'm halfway through. Nice. Really? I'm on, I'm on to chapter right, blazing uh, through. four. Yeah. Did you play before? before? You played a reg- uh, the original? I I played it when it first came out, but it's been I mean it's been ten years yeah. since I played it, and 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 quite honestly, I've forgotten so much of it. I didn't realize how much of a sequel Control is mm-hmm. to Alan Wake. Yeah, no, and there's even I, DLC that ties the two together, right? Yes, and I know I know that there is, and it's even in the main game of mm-hmm. Control. Like there's some some Easter, but they're yeah. no more than really Easter eggs. Yeah. But then going back and playing Alan Wake, there's this like. I don't know, and I don't know if they maybe enhance some of these things to make it seem more like. Control. That's what I was going to mm. ask. If now I don't is, know if that's the case yeah. though, or, or do they always have this cool, you know, and just didn't recognize mind? it beforehand? I think yeah. it's probably that. Maybe. I'm notoriously thick, so I don't know. <laughs> um, but man, I, there are things that don't hold up so well about Alan Wake, but there are some things that rule. Yeah, I mean, it's just the atmosphere is. It it, it 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 rivals Silent Hill in some ways yeah. as far as atmosphere. Yeah. It is not as upsettingly terrifying mm-hmm. right. as Silent Hill can be. It, it it doesn't give you that feeling in the pit of your stomach like this is the worst. This is it. I'm done. This is all. <laughs> you know, I don't want to be here anymore. This is horrible. I want to go home. Um, but it does have an equally as effective atmosphere in my opinion. Yeah. And it's so... Pretty to look at. The new version's nice. 
my my only real gripe anymore is that the voice acting is I hate to say it, but it's a little subpar. <laughs> uh-huh. Um I remember it being much more Lynchian and more Well, hey, you know, maybe that fits right in with the Silent Hill comparison. You get a classic James Sunderland type. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh so I just you know, I'm a little bit bummed out that maybe the performances are a little too video gamey from 2010. Right. You know, sounding. Sure. But, but for the most part, the game is extremely enjoyable. The story is fun. I just I just want to run around that world as much as I can. Being outside in the dark, the wind is blowing and it's unnatural and it's strange. And the, the crazy lynch sounds of just like, what is that noise? Yeah. And like, there's a weird light in the sky. <laughs> and it's just like, you can't explain it really. The dark, the darkness can get too dark. Mm. Yeah, it, it's it's such a cool game. And I, Chris, I don't know if you've ever played Alan Wake. I but. did, I did. I'm gonna have to to get this one for thirty for thirty. I say no to that. Doll, <laughs> yeah, I gotta finish Death to Loop though. Mm. Me too, and I'm I feel so bad because I have now basically ditched Death Loop <laughs> two times over right. because I first stopped to play Castlevania, right. the Castlevania Advanced Collection, and now I'm just blazing through Alan Wake. Right. And and I, it, now is the perfect time for Alan Wake because it is getting colder outside. I've got the windows and doors open in the house so that this, there's this amazing breeze coming in. Love yeah. it. And I, this, you, it's almost as though I can step into the world of Alan Wake wow. when I go take the dog for a walk after <laughs> I'm done playing. There's something about that uh, that I just, well, that rules, I mean, it's a treat. You come yeah. back to a haunted house, so I mean, that's kind of. Okay, George, we got to talk about <laughs> this. We have to talk about All this. Right. I am a skeptic. I don't do ghosts. Which is fine. I love, ghost movies are my favorite. They're my favorite. I love haunted house movies. I, I have such a love for those, but I don't believe in ghosts. Right. IRL. Um, wh- where do you fall on this? I am a big time skeptic as well. <laughs> yeah, big time for me too. Okay, but George, have you heard all of his stories of his experiences <laughs> in his house? Probably not, and that's okay. I, I've heard a few here and there. Um, I hear that there is a spooky door that has been giving you some trouble recently. Well, that was at Christmas. <laughs> that was at my oh, house. that was your house. And that was oh. the first time really anything like that has happened. Oh, okay. Uh-oh. <laughs> and I have to admit, I guess this will be the next episode since that, so we should right. probably address that. Uh, after the episode was over, I fiddled with that door for five minutes, and I could not... I couldn't recreate that. I, I don't know how to explain it. No. <laughs> I'm just saying I'm confused mm-hmm. because it did seem as though the door was just open. Like it just opened. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But I mean, we I don't know. we messed with that door for a while. There was no way we can recreate yeah. it. Just, it's interesting. Yeah. So you just need to get that door fixed. <laughs> is what I'm saying. But George, have you ever had had any kind of experience, like something you can't explain anything? Uh, no, and the problem is, is that I am frequently uh, the instigator of uh, shenanigans during these moments. And I've heard these stories yes. of Ouija boards. <laughs> Ouija boards. Um, yeah. We have, you know, in in New Jersey, there not only are plenty of supposedly haunted places, but there is in fact Weird New Jersey, the magazine that is devoted to cataloging such things. And sure. my dad is a big ghost believer. And he loves weird New Jersey. And we grew up in New Jersey. And so sometimes my friends and I would go to some of these places that maybe you weren't supposed to be, but you could wander around in if you were brave enough. And, and, you know, at places like um, there's this this path where this kid named Billy, like, was, like, reaching for a quarter or something and fucking fell into the river and drowned. And now... Uh, if you like throw, Aww. if you throw a quarter into the river, it'll get thrown back at you. 
Why wouldn't he want the quarter? Well, he's trying to save you. He's trying to save you from drowning. Oh, like from him. his own yes, fate. Exactly. Okay. And um, when we were there, uh, I threw a quarter at my friend and they were very scared. And then on the way back, you know, you get your classic grabbing the shoulders from the seat behind. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, I'm a, I'm a goofer. I like to goof. And uh, sometimes people don't always like that when they're scared of ghosts. Um, yes. But as someone who does not believe, I feel like it's almost my duty to make sure that they get something out of this experience. <laughs> You're just helping them out. Yeah. You're performing a service. Exactly. That's right. Yeah. The ghoulish goofer. <laughs> That's me. That was my nickname in high school. Everyone knows it. It's no secret. <laughs> uh, so but I have had some strange things happen in this house and never before in my life have I experienced anything strange. Tell the kitchen story. Very quickly, I'll just go Very back quickly. over it. La- yeah. This was last year, and I was it last year or early this year? No, it was last year. Uh, I was sitting in the kitchen, and I was making a pizza, and uh, I, my wife was in the shower, and I, I wasn't really looking at her because I had things in my hand, and I needed to put things in the back in the fridge. Some of the sure. some of the classic pizza making problems. Yeah, and I hear her come out of the of the bathroom and stand there. I assumed like it was just her in her towel or something, a white towel or a robe, even I think, and I I just saw like. You know, I wasn't really looking, but it was her standing in the doorway, you know, white, you know, white outfit. I think, like I said, a towel or or, or, or something. And um, I said, oh, hang on. Let me get this stuff from the fridge and all. Well, I thought she wanted something mm-hmm. like, oh, hey, can you get me my another towel or what? I don't know what. But anyway, I was like, hang on. Let me get this stuff from the sure. fridge and I'll, and I'll be right with you. So I put the stuff in the fridge and I go right around the corner and I see the cat and the dog running towards the bedroom. As if, oh, she she didn't want to wait. She walked into the bedroom, and they both were f- as if it was as if they were following something. And so I was like, oh, she went in the bedroom. So I walk over to the bedroom, and the lights are still off, and she's not in there. And that's when I noticed that the shower's still running, and the bathroom door is still closed. And uh, I go knock on the door, and I'm like, hey, did you come out? No, I've been in here the whole time. Mm. It I, I, I it, it worried me enough that I searched the whole house because I honestly thought someone was in the house. Wow. It, 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 it really bothered me. Um, I'm not prepared to say it was a ghost. I don't know. I, and I, again, I don't, I'm not a ghost person, but I will it, say it, it very was, considerate of it to do a classic white sheet ghost. If it is a ghost. Yeah. Well, to me in my, in my mind, because like, I didn't look directly at whatever mm-hmm. it was. I, it was just sort of like in my peripheral right. and I'm like, Oh, you know, and it, and I saw the feet. I mean, I saw the feet. Mm-hmm. It, it looked like her feet. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's just, I, I'm more interested in, what would make my mind do that to me? I think maybe you just Why expected her mind... to be there. Yeah, the mind is a powerful so. thing. Yes, that's right. That's right. But Chris thinks it's a ghost. Hey, and if it well, is a but ghost, that's not the other thing. Yeah. Then wonderful. I mean, you've had some other happenings. And... Oh, I've had tons of stuff yeah. that I, you know, wasn't sure about. And I'm not trying to make you sound crazy, Chris. No, it's okay. <laughs> no, I don't. I, <laughs> yeah. I'm not. I just I I have such a hard time with this stuff. Mm-hmm. I just can't get into it. I don't. I just can't. Yeah. So, um, you know. But but if it, you know if it's a ghost, awesome. I I would love to believe. And yeah, if, same. If if someone was like, hey, here's proof, then I would gladly accept it. There are things beyond sure. our ken. Um, same thing with aliens. Where like, I don't think. Look, I, it's a huge universe out there. So who knows? But. I don't think aliens like that, what we think of as aliens. I don't know that that exists out there. Maybe. 
but I think it's probably more likely that it's more like bacteria and stuff. And uh, oh, they're there. Yeah, exactly. And so it's crazy to think there wouldn't be well, some. Form yeah, of I was life gonna say my, right, my philosophy would be right. it's it's almost arrogance to consider in the vast expanse of universe right. that yeah. we're the only intellectual beings. Sure. In in the vast expanse. That may be. But it. then also, I mean, are they necessarily well, you know? Picking up cows in Iowa? No. <laughs> no. Right. But I mean, to actually, you know, completely negate the existence that there could be somewhere. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. yeah. And, and well, and this is what I'm saying is that the day that someone is like, look, there's an alien. I'll be the first in line to say I was wrong. And <laughs> to, sh- to shake the alien's yes, and say, welcome. Ho- They've taken you to their leader. Hopefully it's more like, you know, Star Trek and the first landing of the Vulcans. Yes, exactly. Not, uh, you know, the day I the Earth stood. I just watched that movie. Not, not the day the Earth stood still kind of <laughs> arrival. Well, if it's Keanu Reeves, then you know I'm going to be first in line. <laughs> Whoa. I'd like to send. And uh, George gets vapor. <laughs> as, as our em- emissary, I would like to send uh, David Lynch. Sure, he'll, he'll connect. Because I think he'll he'll understand them the <laughs> yeah, most for sure. <laughs> well, that's kind he'll of my say. But like I said, <laughs> I'm not like one one of these people that you know. Oh, there's always a ghost. It's always a ghost. There's a distinct no, possibility, and I don't think you know, you are, and that's yeah. you know, I wouldn't be a person that would just consistently collect evidence. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. yes, you know, studying physics and stuff like that. You know, energy doesn't completely dissipate. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's that's my whole philosophy on it. I think a lot of this stuff is more like residual things, mm. not necessarily intellectual. Like an echo. Yeah, I mean, you know, then you're starting to get into the in the aspect of quantum physics, and mm-hmm. you know, potentially. The thing is, I don't know anything about quantum physics. <laughs> the Heisenberg principle. <laughs> yes. Come on, Dustin. <laughs> All right, I'm an expert. Okay. You got me. <laughs> Which brings up the the thing. Has anybody seen that La Brea? <laughs> no, although I know <laughs> someone who has been pushing it really hard. I think he might be a writer really? on the show. <laughs> oh, okay. It didn't look what? interesting to me at all. What is it? There's like a time hole or something? It's like Land of the Lost, right? It's Land of the Lost. Yes and no. But I mean, it's oh, almost oh. like a, a, you know, it's almost this wormhole time, you know, hmm. in the center of the earth. It's like it almost looks like the aurora borealis. Hmm. That so it's like Kong, the yeah, Kong versus almost, almost kind of like I mean, it kind of no. There's no no big uh, you know lizard scale into an axe. <laughs> Why bother? Then? Room? Uh, I know, yeah. right? <laughs> but there was a giant, pass. you know, like prehistoric, like giant land sloth. Hmm. I'm into that, to be honest. And like cool. <laughs> the, like dire like wolves, you know. Um, Why do wolves got to be dire all the time? I know. So well, because true. I'm asking myself it just, this every day. It just every it just makes day. the situation, you know, dire. Yeah, it sure does. Um, yeah, that's um, they they'll put a lot of stuff I've, on TV. I've watched like, yeah, I know. <laughs> I've watched like two episodes. I I'm not I'm, look, huge impressed, but it was kind of just you know we were talking about that, so I kind mm-hmm. of brought yeah, that yeah, up. yeah. I have a condition where I'll watch anything that's on that TV. Mm. I don't know what that's called, but it's a thing. <laughs> If the TV's on, my eyes are glued, wow. no matter what it is. Yeah, it's called being alive in 2021. <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. Yeah. Uh, so last week we did a horror movie quiz where I showed Chris some clips mm. from horror movies. Mm-hmm. 
And, and I would just like for you to um, quickly admonish Chris for never having seen Exorcist. Yeah. Right? Oh, boy. Guess what's on today's list of recommendations. <laughs> and I am going to be watching it. Okay. But hey, look, well, like I said, Exorcist 2 left such a bad taste in my awful. mouth. It's awful. That I couldn't even go back to, to be as disappointed <laughs> even slightly as much as I was in, in 2 compared to the original. Look, so here's what I'll say. I've been, yeah. I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. So <laughs> consider yourself admonished. I'll take it. I'll take Thank it. You. I'll take Thank it. you. Now, I, I did hear a pretty interesting defense of Exorcist 2 um, from Brendan Small, mm, okay. uh, you know, the Metalocalypse and Home Movies guy. And he's a pretty smart dude, and uh, he had some good points to make. But at the end of the day, if if the criteria of of the of the movie is is it a, is it a successful sequel? Mm, no, I think the answer is still no. No, I think it's not. <laughs> and also, I think I saw that same uh, essay or review that he wrote, and um, uh, I just don't even agree that he's like it's better if you don't look at it as an Exorcist movie. And I'm like, I still don't think it's good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know if he's saying it's good. He was on Just the Disc podcast. Oh, okay, about it so a different well. place. And it, I, he had more to say. Yeah. Um, but I think he made some of the same points. Sure. But yeah, I mean, you're right though. And that's one of the things he said. It's like, if you try to think of it not as an exorcist thing, but it is an yeah. exorcist thing. And, and even say. if you do that, even if I'm willing to grant you that, I still had an awful time with it. I mean, James Earl Jones is fine. And he's yeah. the best part of that for sure. So 100%. Uh, yeah. Bad movie, but The Exorcist 3. Very good. Okay. George C. Scott. I, I know. I, How I, you beat I, that? Well, yeah. I will have to watch it. Folks, you I, can't see at home, but I'm really I sticking my finger in the camera can see it. here. The folks at home yeah, can't right. see it, but just know <laughs> no. there was a big finger yeah. wag. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. I, anytime I can get some George C. Scott, I'm going to go for yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, um, the Changeling is one of my all time favorite movies. Classic. Yeah, big time. And I I still reference, I don't know what it is, but I latch onto these dumb lines of dialogue (laughs) from movies. And I don't know, I'm sure I've said this 10 times on the show, but there's a moment when they're digging in that woman's house and they find the remains of the boy. And George C. Scott goes, it's a hand. (laughs) (laughs) And for some reason, I I just, I want to say it all the time. I think about it all the time. It's a hand. That's incredible. I can totally yeah. relate to because I was recently rewatching The Invisible Man as well, the original one. Mm, and yeah. there's a moment where somebody goes, they're like trying to figure out what's happening. And somebody goes, he's invisible. That's the trouble with him. And I was like, <laughs> oh, yeah, he is, isn't he? That is amazing. <laughs> That's the trouble with him. Yeah. <laughs> And so that was that was a classic dumb line where I was like, this is going to be in the old repertoire for a while. <laughs> yeah, I love those. Also, one of my favorites. And, and, you know, granted, it's from one of those movies that this is why you watch a movie like this. But from the room, mm-hmm. um, there's a scene during the party near the end, uh, right before the, the crushing finale uh, of, <laughs> of Tommy's suicide. Um, uh, there's a there's a character who witnesses um, Lisa's. Uh, betrayal mm. of 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 Tommy, and uh, the character says, "The character says, I feel like I'm sitting on a nuclear bomb." <laughs> oh man, <laughs> so good! It's not even a Tommy Wiseau no, line. It's just not. an amazing. That's a, piece of dialogue. that's the beauty of that movie is that it's not just Tommy. <laughs> no, it's it's everything. It's everything. Yeah. The extras trying to figure out what they're doing. It's just uh, <laughs> what a boy. time. Yeah. So, and I am from the uh, Mystery Science Theater generation so 
I latch on to those dumb dialogue things and just want to repeat them with friends forever and ever. So Well, and I think that's part of anybody that just does, you know, is a, you know, anybody that loves movies. I still remember a stupid mo- line from Steven Seagal in March for Death that I haven't seen in probably 10, 15 years. Give it to us. One thought he couldn't die. The other one thought he could fly. <laughs> what happened? They were both wrong. <laughs> they were both wrong. Wow. Yes. Wow, that was a real yes. one-two punch on that. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much. Well, um, now's probably a good time. I uh, We did want to get some uh, some professional recommendations from, you know, the guy with the great horror podcast. So it, it is the season. Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. To be scary, so I wanted to to get some some uh, horror recommendations, stuff uh, maybe people haven't seen or, or or maybe that are classics that they should rewatch. Hell yeah, things they can watch now um, or or whatever. Maybe things that are coming soon. It's up to you, I guess. Yeah. Just uh, give some give some recommendations of some horror films uh, for people to watch. I will do that. And my first recommendation: this is the only one that is not currently streaming anywhere. I tried to be very uh, mindful about this and making sure that people cool. could actually take my recommendations. Um, so the first movie that I'm going to recommend is, uh, Mulholland Drive. Cause it was the 20th anniversary just the other day. Oh, and yeah. boy, do I love that movie. Um, One of the all time best. Yeah. You know, we talked about David Lynch earlier, um, and you know, referenced Twin Peaks and, uh, deadly uh, Alan Wake. Um, but yeah. this to me is the ultimate way to get into David Lynch because I think it has enough of the mystery and surrealism that, you're like, I get, I understand what David Lynch is all about as opposed to something like the straight story or uh, elephant yeah. man. And there's still enough. It's not so leaned into the surrealism, like inland empire where you think even, even better than you think this is a better entryway than like blue velvet. Yes, I do. Okay. Because I don't think, I think that blue velvet has some of the lynchy elements to it, but compared to what people think of as Lynch, I don't think you're really mm. getting the full exposure of the weirdness. Yeah, you're that right. Is There's no little Mulholland. people running out of bags right. or uh, people in a theater <laughs> yeah. or yeah. That, the person behind the dumpster. Right. And so I think all of that is great. But I think that there is still an, it's still explicit enough in the story that you can understand the pieces and th- and try and put together the story and the message. And I think that anyone can do that. And it's a complex story. You have to come to it and there's branching s- timelines and stuff and the same actors yeah. are playing different characters. But there's enough there that I think anybody can come to it, get something from it and have a movie to chew on for a few days and really put something together that is all their own an interpretation. And that's what David Lynch is all about. You know, he's explicitly said in catching the big fish that um, it's all about the undertones that you catch in the movie more so than the explicit uh, details of the, uh, uh, of the story. And when in, in the book that I was reading, he was talking about how once you say what something is about, that's it. That's what it is. But for him to not verbalize what his movies are about lets everybody else have their own true interpretation of it. That's art, baby. That's art. And I think that Mulholland Drive does so much with allowing someone 
to get something out of the movie. You know, my friend Mason, I showed him the movie and he has explicitly said that this changed his opinion on what movies could do. I th- can easily see that with Marlon Drive. Yeah. A hundred percent. So 100 percent. I think yeah. it's it is a movie. It's it, it, it is like it's a big question mark in some ways. It's just you do have to interpret the movie. You can't just sit down and eat popcorn and go home. Oh, fun. movie. Yeah. It challenges you. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it is not easy. Uh, and I think that's its strength. Yeah, for sure. I, and that's that's Lynch. worth. And that's why I think it's worth seeking out, even though it is not currently streaming. I think people should rent it, buy it, whatever you got to do. But 100%. check this movie out. Yep. Fully agree so far. Oh, yeah. Um, my next recommendation is uh, the Suspiria remake, which is on Prime right now. And I recently rewatched this. I like the original Suspiria. I am big into Giallo films. I think that Argento is very good and perhaps even the best of the Italian filmmakers, in my opinion. But what's going on with the remake of Suspiria, led by Tilda Swinton and Dakota Johnson? Holy shit. This movie just blows me away. The physical performances that are required the emotional control yeah. that is on display in so many intense close-ups, the scenes that just are a gut punch. The the first dance scene where I was just thinking of it just now, I was visualizing it. It is so <sighs> visceral, and it makes yep. you watch for so long. And <laughs> that it does. And, and it's there's like an interesting conversation about rebirth and the violent that prompts it you know, happening in a literal sense, but also the power struggle and the internal violence within the coven. And then even zooming out more than that, the setting of Europe pulled back from the brink as represented by the professor and, and all of the like uh, war shit that's happening around them. Mm -hmm. Um, There's just so much going on. It's no surprise to me that they needed two and a half hours for this movie because it is just so dense with incredible physical performances and 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 symbolism and it's it, i just love it i think that it is better than the original one even though i like oh, that's tough look i love the goblin score put the goblin score on top of the on top yeah, of the new I'm one not. and and you'll have my vote i'm not a huge radiohead guy to be honest but i think tom york Same. he does a fine job with this it, i think the score is fine but it's the worst part for me goblin my yeah dude. goblin is yeah. goblin is uh untouchable and i think that uh if you could, if someone, there's got to be an edit of this movie out there, right? A with the, somewhere, yeah. <laughs> the Goblin score, like, interlaced with it. Which? Yeah, that would be incredible. And so I would love to see that. But in the meantime, I'll recommend just the remake. It's good. I, I agree that it, when I first watched it, I was like, why are we spending so much time on some of these other plots that didn't, I don't think were in the original at yeah. all. But they add so, so many more layers to the movie. Yeah. And when you have seen it, I think I've seen it three times now. When you have seen it a few times, it really does add up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It really does. And, and I, yeah, I, I pretty much, again, I would agree with everything you said, except I, I think I would still prefer to watch the original. Mm-hmm. It doesn't replace the original. No. It doesn't make me mad that you said that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can watch both, you know. Uh, but no, I, 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 it's a great recommendation because I think a lot of people may have skipped it. They were worried about the runtime yeah. or, you know, oh, you can't touch the original. Or, and I think there's plenty of people who haven't seen Suspiria. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Check both out, so, frankly. Yeah, please do. <laughs> um, next one, I'm going to say this is on three streaming services right now. It is on Shudder, Tubi, and the Criterion Channel, uh, The Wolf House. Uh, mm. Boy, this movie, uh, I described it as unreal 
both in the distressingly ethereal version and uniquely impressive version. Um, I I am a big David Lynch fan, as you may have gathered from (laughs) talking about Mulholland Drive. (laughs) And I have a coffee table book of his artwork, not like stuff from the movies, but he is also like he majored in fine arts and stuff. Um, They're fine. They are fine, but they're also very disturbing. And, (laughs) And this really feels like David Lynch artwork come to life. And I have never seen anything like it because it is stop motion life size, but also paper mache. I haven't seen this movie, so I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) This sounds wild. It is truly, I have never seen anything like this where the set will change with paper mache and things will build and, and crumble and there's stop motion animation happening as well hmm. with these uh, uh, full size like children uh, being stop motion oh. moved around like they're they're not humans it's all animated but um, it is just so distressing in a great way it is it, there's a real like attraction revulsion thing happening there mm-hmm. and there it's it's beyond even just the technical and artistic achievement of the way it looks. It is also a very interesting movie with a lot to say as well. Okay, that's on my list now. Yeah, yeah, I, I haven't, I haven't seen that. Hell one. yeah, plenty of places to check it out, and I highly recommend cool. that you do. It's on Shutter. You said it's on Shutter. Okay. Oh, I'm a Shutter guy. Hell yeah, yeah. check that out then. Uh, also on Shutter is A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night. This is one of my faves. I think this movie is just terrific. The black and white cinematography of it is outrageous. Um, the use of uh, death has a hold on me. Fucking incredible. That scene is beautiful. It is a vampire story, the likes of which I have never seen. I just love it. I think it's so beautiful. I am in love with the lead actress. She is absolutely incredible in this. Now, movie. this came out just like a couple of years ago, right? Yeah, we reviewed it on the show. Yeah, or at least I was going to say, yeah, we, sure yeah, we talked about it because it yeah. was when Jordan was, was, was on. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it's incredible. I put it on my best of list. Yeah, uh, yeah for for some year. Yeah, yeah it's incredible. Uh, Anya Lily Armirpour uh, is the lead actress in it, and or no, she's the director. Excuse me. Uh, yeah. Sheila Vand is the actress, and boy, just everything is so fantastic. It is ethereal. It is beautiful. It is not a horror movie in the traditional sense of the word, maybe, but it is playing around with um, the horror of everyday mundanity. And uh, utilizing vampires in an atypical environment, it's in Iran, um, mm-hmm. to tell a really, really fascinating story. And uh, it's just it's just a, a real one to watch. The movie utilizes vampires. And in the movie, vampires utilize skateboards. They, oh, they sure do. <laughs> oh, my that God. That is an amazing shot. Come on. The, the absolute best. Also, one of the best title cards of any movie, mm. I think it's it's really yeah. fantastic. Um, oh, I love that movie. Yeah, that's a great one. Uh, just just fantastic. <laughs> yeah, hard recommend. Hard recommend. Um, and uh, my last shutter. Oh no, there's two more. There's well, The Exorcist three, which I already tipped my hand about. Right. Which everyone, <laughs> come on, you already heard about well, it. Watch The Exorcist yeah. three. Uh, it's on Netflix and Tubi right now, so plenty of places to check that out. And uh, George C. Scott, what a guy. <laughs> And uh, my whenever you say George C. Scott, it sounds like you're uh, like reading a children's <laughs> book. 
We're talking about, talking about myself in the third yeah. person. I see Scott. You, you noticed you noticed your friend. <laughs> I thought we were talking about Pox Pox still. I'm talking about Cyclops. Scott Summers. <laughs> I see Scott. <laughs> George C. Scott. <laughs> um, and then my last recommendation for Shudder is the amusement park. Um, I just love George Romero. I think that pretty much every single one of his movies is spectacular. We don't need to talk about Land of the Dead. I think that I have a soft spot for I have to admit I, I've got a soft spot for Land of the Dead. I don't I bought it day one. I, I didn't know anything much about it and I took it home and watched it by myself and there were a couple moments when I had the heebie-jeebies I have to admit. There are some fun ideas in it but I don't think yeah. anything is good. executed the way that I no. would like it to be unfortunately. The ones later were worse. Sure. I thought. Yes, they are. They absolutely are. <laughs> What's the one with the, the, the zombies in the pool? Those don't even exist as far yeah. as I'm concerned. <laughs> This is the problem is, is that Land of the Dead does have its defenders. So I feel like I have to be like, look, that one's not my taste. But everything else, Martin, the crazies, friggin' bruiser, everything that he's done, yeah. I'm a huge fan. What's of. the witch one? What's the witch one? Um Season of the Witch. Season yeah. of the Witch. I don't know. Is that right? Like yeah, that I think that's it. Right? No, it's called Season yeah. of the Witch. Right? <laughs> okay. yeah, for sure. I was questioning myself suddenly. I was like, wait, that's <laughs> Halloween three. <laughs> <laughs> my, yeah, it is also that my wife liked that season of the witch quite a bit. She she thinks about it and brings it up a lot. It seems he like. is just. Should great. I be worried? <laughs> well, maybe. Let, let's, from the themes of that film, <laughs> uh, maybe we should have that conversation off air. But okay. Yeah. <laughs> but the amusement park was a lost movie yeah. from the seventies, and a Lutheran church came to him. And they were looking to make a, a, a movie, like a PSA about um, elder abuse and how to like prevent it and everything. And they're from the pit area. And I suspect that what happened is they heard there's a director who has had a few indie hits in the area. You should get him to direct it. And they did not look into the movies that he had directed. (laughs) So they hired George Romero to make this PSA about elder abuse. And instead, what they got was just like the bleakest treaty on growing old and like everything that goes along with it being forgotten by your family, people who don't have any patience for you taking a little bit longer to do things. And he handed them this movie and they went, what the fuck is this? Yes, Yes, they did. So they put it on a shelf and only very recently was this movie made available to people. And that would be enough reason to go watch it, even if it was just okay. But this movie is outrageously good. It is so dark and it is so upsetting, but it's a bummer. It really is a bummer, but it is also very good. It's an incredible performance by the lead guy, um, and and it's really all centered around him. And uh, I just think that it is what a treat to not only get a, a new Romero movie in the year of our Lord 2021, but to also get a good Romero movie. Oh, what? yeah, you got to go check that out. And it's only on Shudder because they did a lot to help bring it to light. So. Shutter rules. Yeah. Well, that's a great list. So I hope people check those out. And if you do, let us know. Yes. Um, you know, hop into the Discord or give us a tweet. Yeah, you have no excuse not to. I gave you yeah. places to find each and every one. <laughs> I think probably the most, I hate to put it in these terms, but probably the most accessible one of those is probably Exorcist 3. Yeah. Would you agree with sure. that? 
So, um, you know, if, if you're not sure about horror uh, out there, listeners, um, I would say that that is true. But also, if you're not sure about horror, that a girl walks home alone at night oh, would yeah. probably be a good way to dip your toe. You're probably right. You're probably right about that as well. Because uh, Exorcist 3 has some, uh, <laughs> the famous, some of the scariest yeah. <laughs> things I've ever seen yeah. in a movie. Yeah, that's a good one. But um, it is also pretty I, frightening I, at times. I saw that movie. My friend had the VHS. Um, I forget what year it was. It was maybe like 99 or something like mm-hmm. that. Um, and I, he didn't want it. He's like, it's, I tried to watch it. It's too scary. I don't want it. You can have it. <laughs> so I took it home. That's a win. Because, yeah. Because I, was, I had just be, been really obsessed with The Exorcist 1. And I was like, well, okay. I, I'll find the second one later. But I guess I'll just watch this one now. And I watched it in my parents' basement on this tiny little, I mean, back then, mm. back in my day, <laughs> these were little boxes. Um, you know, it was a 4.3 old school CRT. And uh, I watched it on VHS. Sorry, I'm getting choked up. Um, <laughs> it was it was truly, I had to stop it. I, re- I remember distinctly having to stop the movie and I had to check my surroundings. Yeah. Uh, I, it, it truly got under my skin. and I. But then I kept just re-watching it and, and analyzing yeah. it. And just, it blew my mind, that movie. So. Look, am I saying for sure that Brad Dorif is the greatest of all time? No. Should he be in the conversation? I'm thinking so. Hell yeah. <laughs> Deadwood? Come on. He's so good in that show. Yeah. He's yes. good in whatever. Yeah. He's, he's got Chucky. Just premiered yesterday. The Eyes of Laura Mars. Mm-hmm. He's a friggin' yeah. hunk and a half in that movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a forgotten one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Love to pull out my Carpenter written deep cuts, baby. Yeah, I'm, into, I'm into that. <laughs> Carpenter DM. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, that, that works. Mean. Uh, Carpenter Day? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that's Halloween. Carpenter uh, Halloween is, Car- is Carpenter DM. Carpenter DM. <laughs> I'm going to tell people that on Halloween. Perfect. Carpenter DM. There you go. Hey, well, two I, things real fast. Oh, that's yeah. okay. Uh, going back to zombies and Romero. First of all, I still, you know, I say this every time we even bring it up. Probably one of the nicest guys I have ever met on the face of the planet. Wow, love George Romero. Uh, yeah. It was at a, and honestly, it was at a convention in like 2013, and no one was going over there. Mm-hmm. I don't, you know, half of these people, you know, because you've got like people from the Marvel movies and stuff like that, and you know, George Romero is over there. I've got a, a, uh, a Night of the Living Dead poster that was signed by George. Wow. Oh. And uh, anyway, that. we literally, no one came over there and my son and I were standing there talking to him for over an hour. Wow. And he was like, just constantly talking and probably one of the biggest dudes I've ever. <laughs> He's a big man. <laughs> he is a very big man. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I mean, yeah, I just, I always say that, you know, it's like as, as brilliant and uh, in horror as he was, he was twice as nice. Yeah, and, and had no issue with talking to anyone. It's it's tragic to me that his wife, when uh, this movie was coming out, the amusement park, um, was talking about how George kind of felt like he didn't have that much of a legacy. Like he said, like nobody cares. I hate to hear yeah, that. That's, and yeah, I... awful, awful to hear that. And unfortunately, hearing that people weren't. Uh, crowding the table seems to support that. But yeah, she said that it would have really warmed his heart to see the reaction to the amusement park and the way that people have come around and really recognized the incredible work that he did. I mean, for him to not only put out night of the living dead, which is a genre creator, 
But to yeah, then yeah. follow it up with Dawn of the Dead, which is incredible, <laughs> speaking of Goblin yeah. scores. And then, in my opinion, this is just my opinion, the ultimate zombie movie with Day of the Dead. Just a perfect trilogy. And any one of those movies would be the highlight of any other director's career. Right. Yeah. You're not kidding. Yeah. And for him to have all three of those and then half a dozen other excellent movies to choose from. I mean, it just doesn't get more impressive than that. No, got to agree with that. Yeah. Well, like I said, he was just so, you know, the fact that we were fans and sitting there, he was willing to, you know, like you said, for his wife to say that it kind of, you know, now I, I realize why he was so much interested in us being interested in him. Yeah. So, but um, secondly, have you guys seen the previews for the sci-fi series Day of the Dead? Yes. I don't know her. I don't, I don't, have, <laughs> I, I don't I just, have a lot of good I, things to say. Yeah, I haven't seen uh, any of it. I just was like, this just looks like, you know. I'm like, I may give it a try just to say that I saw it once. I will try to watch it. Yeah. I will give it a chance. <laughs> I cannot see this being worth my time, yeah. to be honest. Hey. I, unfortunately. I hate to say that about anything. Not going to do I, it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you know. I'll yeah. let you know if it's worth it. But nah, we'll see about that. Yeah. I kind of figured that I would get that reaction from both of you because, you know, you guys are a little bit more of a horror fans than I am. Not that I, you know, don't watch them consistently. Oh, all the time. But yeah, I know. But I'm, but I'm like, I know what they're going to say when I even mention this. (laughs) Yeah. Well, speaking of things coming up, just as we wrap up here, uh, we, we, we can look forward to uh, Halloween Kills. So by the time you hear this, that movie's out, baby. Yep. You've probably wow. already seen it. Yep. Me? Probably not, actually. I have um, our mutual friend Patrick is moving into our city, my fair city. And uh, and, and so I am uh, <laughs> waiting on his bum butt so that I can go see this movie. That would be so much fun. I wish you yeah. the most fun time of all time. Yeah, we'll have fun. Seeing Mikey Myers doing his thing. <laughs> Uh, I did see that there's a, some kind of petition to remove the firefighter kills. Have you guys seen this? No. no. I know truly there's... nothing about this movie. I have gone full media blackout. Oh, have well, not I'm seen sorry, any sorry. trailers. How dare you reveal okay, well, to me that firefighters I... exist in Haddonfield? <laughs> it's in every single trailer. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. All right. I won't say anything else. Okay. Then. Never mind. But I did read a petition that uh, they said That's he shouldn't funny. be killing first responders. That's very funny to me. <laughs> Um, that's Michael don't Myers. Watch he's um, <laughs> he's uh, evil incarnate. I don't know if you noticed this. I was going to say <laughs> he's killed so of, many. Cops. It's kind of a running in theme. 4, yeah. In Halloween Four, he kills the entire police station. Yeah. yeah, he. Um, I think he should be able to do whatever he wants. I think he should. All right, look here. Here's a little bit of a controversial opinion. Hashtag free Mikey. I think he should have killed that kid in Halloween 2018. You think I so? I think so. I think that he does kill the hunter kid. Yeah. Exactly. He and so him. he should have. He's got an age cut. Off. I, he should have gone all the way down. I don't think so. I don't think he should have had any cut off there. I think that he should be. He should have had his baby. Frankenstein moment. Yeah, I think so. All right. Fair enough. He's evil. That's his whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Get your ass away from yeah. there, Lonnie. It's like, <laughs> damn it. Stop it with the redemption of bad guys. He's just <laughs> evil to be evil. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And I think that that's what makes Michael Meyer scary to me. And so um, I, I think he should be done that. But it was still a pretty fun movie. So I, I am yeah. looking forward yeah. to this one. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, who's not? I mean, come on. It's going to be great, I hope. Uh, yeah, so guys, hey. is there anything else that needs to be said? 
I got a few comics that are in the horror genre. That okay, uh, let's end with this. Let's talk talk just a little bit. Um, just some of the list of like what some of my favorite ones. Uh, Thirty Days of Night. Nice, mm-hmm. awesome, classic. Book. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. little bit different, but it's still I consider a horror book. Is Alan Moore's uh, Saga the Swamp Thing? Yeah, yeah I'm, I, I can get behind that. that. It's yeah. it's that's, that's another one. Uh, any of the Hellboy from '93 to 2016. Is that Mignola? Yep. Oh yeah. yeah. Mignola um, is. Have you read Mignola's Dracula? No, I saw that it's there. Oh, though. It's awesome. It looks do awesome. Do this with your eyes yeah. on. <laughs> it's amazing. Clockwork Orange it's and so shit. good. Yeah. It, 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 so <laughs> Mignola, just very quickly, Mignola's Dracula adaptation is an adaptation of the Bram Stoker's Dracula, the Francis Ford Coppola yes, movie. Right. And he takes that visual flair that Coppola has, mm-hmm. and those those strange interpre- interpretations of the things that are on the pages of Dracula. And he gives you this visual that is so artistic and beautiful. Yeah, I believe that. And it's so it really lends itself to it. I mean, the gothic yes. nature of it and the yes. over-the-top ap- uh, aspect that Francis Ford Coppola really leaned into—the sort of sort of gaudiness of it. Uh, yes. I think that that definitely feels right up there, Allie. It, it translates so well to that Mignola. Please, if yeah. you can, I will grab yeah. it. I, I got it on Amazon for. Like it, it just it's really is that stylized Hellboy esque. Yeah, but really like delves deep in that Coppola, you know, like it's within arm's reach. It's yeah. right over here. I I love it so much. Yeah, I have to check it out. And uh, oh, and just very quickly on that note, previous guest Sean gave me this custom uh, Dracula as a superhero drawing. Wow. That is Come on. very impressive. It's Holy pretty crap. cool, right? Yeah. yeah. Wow. So shout outs to Sean at the yeah. 99 Comics. Uh, that thing is, who would have thought that uh, Gary Oldman Dracula would make a cool <laughs> comic book character? I knew. I knew all yeah. along. He does. You knew. <laughs> George knew. Uh, Hellblazer. Yeah, Hellblazer. Oh, of course. Hellblazer. Mm. Uh, the, original, the original run of Hellblazer mm. is probably one of my favorites on this list. Yeah. Um, I mean, it just brings that whole John C. Uh, mythology that I wish we saw on screen. Mm-hmm. You mean on John C. Riley? Yeah. Look, hey, this, this know, is where um, this is where you'll maybe be a little surprised to hear that I actually love the Constantine movie. <laughs> I think it is. Oh, no, I, I think it's a good movie. It's, 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 really it's a bad movie. Constantine movie. It's just not the yeah. best Constantine. I was gonna say, adaptation. but I, I yeah, watched I the I watched the movie. Way before I was reading the comics, and so I have a big mm-hmm. soft spot for it, especially since I like Keanu to start with. So, well, I it, saw it in yeah. the theater like four times. Yeah. That one, I, I, man, I, Peter Stormare, come on, how do you say? Pretty no good Satan, guy? yeah, pretty good Satan indeed. Perhaps <laughs> when he's Satan? giving you problems, could be. <laughs> can't say no to him. Yeah, he's great. I, I love that guy, and ties that back to Bruiser, in which he is in a in a sea of unhinged performances. I think that that may be Peter <laughs> Stormare's most unhinged. Yeah, he's good. Uh, well, anyway, uh, From Hell, which is also a good one. Oh, yeah. I don't think I know that one. The Johnny Depp movie yeah. was adapted wow. from that comic. Yeah. Yep. Uh, about Jack the Ripper. Yes. Oh, oh, this is Alan Moore? No, this mm-hmm. is... Uh, this no, is... Uh, wait, is, isn't it? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. This one Maybe, is. I think yeah, it's Alan one Moore. One yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I the, love Alan Moore. Uh, the original um, Tales from no, the No, I Crypt. love Alan Moore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm you're sorry. Fine, fine. <laughs> I had to talk over Chris again. I know, damn it. <laughs> no, the original Tales from the Crypt. Yes. I mean, you know, it's one of the first real set of horror stories on the page of comics. Yeah. 
Uh, the Tomb of Dracula, also one of the originals. And yeah. I've got another one on here, and it is a newer one called Witches. Hmm. And it's actually spelled with a Y. It Interesting. Is in, and I picked this up because it takes place in a little town called Litchfield. Huh. New Hampshire, but still hmm. Litchfield nonetheless. Yeah. And yeah. it really has... Our, town, our local town is Litchfield. Yeah. That's where we live. <laughs> I gathered. So, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. I didn't know if you knew. So. Yeah, this no, one really kind of has it. Yeah. a classic, classic context clue situation for Jordan oh, exactly. over here. Yeah, <laughs> you did it. Good job. <laughs> this one kind of has a real Lovecraftian feel to it. Mm. So it's this small town in New Hampshire that mm. these creatures are terrorizing, but will lay off the town if for human sacrifice, mm. and which has Typical gone back stuff. to like pre-colonization times Mm -hmm. so yeah it's kind of it's like a short run six uh issue series that i thought was pretty good okay um yeah that rules um i don't know i I love that's cool that you had a cool mix of uh classic and and new stuff in there you know i i like uh, a lot of the classics you know your ec comics stuff is a lot of fun and Yeah. Vault of Horror, Crypt Keeper, all that yes. stuff is, yes. is really great. I recently, I was saying earlier that I got um, the the new compendium of the 1993 Elvira comic, the first 26 issues oh, yeah, all yeah. bound up, and I was I just having so a blast reading through those. So yeah, uh, that's cool. Um, yeah, I, it's it's funny. I tend to go with supers when I am reading comics, even though I like horror. Um, I have gotten into some Sandman. I like the Sandman stuff. Um, yeah. One of my pals, Sandman. Sandman's yes. really cool. I think that um, the show, there's a show coming out, right? That looks like it'll Very be fun. Yeah. Yeah, they just had the first trailer, and I'm, yeah. I'm pretty hopeful. Cool. And I believe, the, I believe the that. the audiobooks are amazing. Yes, the audiobooks are worth mm. your time. I have heard Truly, this. I, I have been a little reluctant, I admit, because the art is so fantastic and... I'm a, I think you McAvoy think, does an amazing job. Right. I think that I think what we're going to see is that the audiobooks are probably the purest adaptation. Yes. I think even the new show wow. will take some liberties. Wow. Um, yeah. They've already said they've already said a lot of things right. about well we're, we're adapting Sandman to 2021. There will be changes in casting, there will be changes in the story, there'll be changes in the timeline of, of events. Mm-hmm. So there'll be a lot of things that have changed for the show, which I'm totally on board for. Yeah. But if you want the the original Sandman uh, you got to go for that audio. Wow. Yeah. I'll have to check it out then. Um, I will say the one more recent uh, horror comic that I've been reading and really enjoying is um, It Eats What Feeds It, which is um, written by Max Hoven and Aaron Crow. And it's this cool, like, Louisiana mystic bayou situation. And um, this guy, Kenny, looking for a job, um, accepts an offer. But part of the job is that he has to slide raw meat into a slot on a bolt-locked steel-plated attic door that he's not allowed to go into. Um, Sounds fine. Yeah. <laughs> so, typical Saturday night. That was yeah. like my first job. Exactly. Yeah. Okay? When I was 16, I slid meat down into a grill. Right. So ignore no that and everything will be great. And um, the question is, can he ignore that? So very, uh, very fun, very cool art. And uh, I definitely recommend people check that out. Cool. Well, the only thing I'm reading right now is... Um, and I've been talking about it all the time in the Discord, but the Midnight Suns, yes. the 90s uh, Marvel masterpiece. Yeah. It's so good, guys. I'm almost finished with it, and I put on the Crow soundtrack and uh, <laughs> read Midnight Suns. Wow. 
You're going to have a that. really good time. I do love yeah. The Crow, by the way. Everyone everyone out there should know that I'll yep. fight you if you don't like The Crow. <laughs> Is that gasoline I smell? <laughs> uh, I watch it every mischief night, and um, boy, it just fuels Wait, my do soul. Wait, do you mean, pardon me, Devil's do you mean I don't. I, look, it, every movie has to have some flaws, and that movie's flaw is that it calls it Devil's Night instead of Mischief Night, which is the correct name. No, you're right. In the comic, <laughs> isn't it Mischief, is it under Mischief Night in the comic? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Um, it might That's not be, but think. in my little town of North Jersey, it was Mischief Night. <laughs> so. Okay. No, I think it is Devil's Night in the comic. Yeah. I was saying, because uh, it does place, mischief take night, in, takes place in Detroit, though. So. Yeah, right, right. Exactly. Well, I'm just, so. this is just where I'm, when I mean, I'm watching If it. you've been to Detroit, you know it's Devil's Night. <laughs> I will say, it could be worse. I could be yeah. saying I'm watching it on Goosey Night, which is, yeah. come on, get real. Get real. Yeah. <laughs> Every St. Patrick's Day, we watch The Crow. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Why? Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a, that's a great one. The soundtrack is incredible, and it would fit Midnight Suns perfectly. Yeah. yeah. The cure, The Cure's... Uh, Burn is one of my all-time favorite songs. Mm-hmm. Good one. It goes on a lot of my playlists, even to this day. <laughs> I've ripped it off many times in my own music. Many times. Yeah. I, hey, and who could blame you? Well, no. <laughs> you know, talking about Midnight Suns, that's the one thing from Marvel I want to see on film mm. and done it right. It deserves an HBO show or something. Well, it wouldn't be HBO, but it deserves an yeah. adult-oriented mm-hmm. a Hulu. show. Hulu, because you can go Hulu on Hulu, so... And just to yep, just to get to that banter between the '90s Johnny Blaze and Ghost Rider like standing yeah. side by side, yeah, it is funny that they're two separate people in that yeah. story. Yeah, that is funny. Um, it's and, Danny and, and Johnny, and, right? It's Dan and John, yeah. yeah. And they they really lean into Blade being like a, a crazy person, yeah. like a, a like a really <laughs> he is he person. is. Yeah. Oh, I love well, it. Well, he is, but they really push yeah. that in the story, and I had forgotten about all that stuff. Yeah. And he like. <laughs> He's he's in an institution and he's oh shit you know they're, yeah. they're talking about his vampire delusions right. and uh, it's I just love that doing that with Blade is really Man, cool. Yeah. Blade is so cool. <laughs> yeah, Blade is like uh, maybe my favorite comic character as far as like heroes. Wow, go. that's a he that's a be. big I claim. Um, I know, I know. Wow, he's great. He's really great. He's really good. Yeah. I don't know if I could say the best, but he is. He's, he's probably, one of, probably he's my top ten. Top five. Top ten. Top yeah. ten for yeah. sure. I'll put him in top five. I would, here, yeah, I would say maybe top five. Definitely top ten. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> <laughs> for me. For well, me. For uh, me. Of course. George, of course. Uh, if people want to find you, other than the amazing Best Little Whorehouse in Philly, which you can get wherever you get podcasts, there's also a Patreon. Yeah. You should sign up. You can even please. get a full whole episode on EC Comics that we talk about. Yes, on history and, and, and uh, a musical based on The Crypt Keeper. Yep. Yep. <laughs> But uh, anything else? Where, where can they find you on Twitter and stuff? Yeah, just uh, Twitter is pretty much where I'm at. It's Little Horror PHL on there. Um, that's pretty much everywhere. Like that that name will follow me everywhere. But um, also, I have been more and more deleting social platforms <laughs> because um, I just who has the time? I just like I yeah. like Twitter, and so I, I'm on there mostly. So if you're on Twitter, come say hi and check out the show. Um, lots of great stuff coming up. We have. Uh, Henry portrait of a serial killer getting discussed soon. Um, the original Wolfman. Well, lots oh, of good stuff. OG. Yeah. And, and and just very quickly, like you've, you've had some incredible guests. Yes. Um, um, and not necessarily people you might expect to be on a horror podcast. Cause uh, yeah. I tend to like a lot of the earwolf shows and stuff. And so I have liberally plundered their guest list. Yes. Uh, and <laughs> yes. so lots of guests um, from the comedy world, like uh, the birthday boys, 
all of the birthday boys except one have been yeah. on the show so far. So that's Mike Hanford, Mike Mitchell, um, Jeff Dutton. Uh, we had Betsy Sidaro. We had um, a personal favorite of mine. I'm a huge fan of Betsy. Absolutely, I also, a I'm in the Patreon for for their for their show. I love I love I love Betsy and Mono. Yeah, that, they're they're incredible. Mono, I'm still trying to get on the show. We had a, a, a episode planned for Troll Two for like three years now. The show's only been going for two. um but yeah lots of great guests jessica jean jardine was just on to talk about the conjuring which um as you might have guessed from my distaste for ghosts earlier or not distaste but you know what i mean um (laughs) i I was not expecting to like that movie and in fact had a wonderful time and so uh that was a very fun conversation all kinds of great stuff just check it out we love to we love to love movies there Yep, it's you got to check it out. If you're a horror fan, you're yep. you're missing out if you're not listening for sure. Chris, yep. What's your Twitter handle? Is it CD Stein sixty nine? Yes, it is. Yep, mine's DKREFFT DKREFT, and uh, you can join the the Discord. The Discord is really where I want to funnel the people into. Mm. I, you know, we have like a Facebook group and stuff, but it's uh, it's fine. Uh, I prefer the Discord massively. So and guess who's in that in Discord? There, yeah. Oh, this guy. Lots yeah. of beautiful, <laughs> sexy people. Well, we well, do the George, most interaction on there, so join that. We do. We do. And I, I'm always in there. Yeah. And if you ever need me, just at me and I'm there. Um, guys, George, this has been a real delight. It's been We've a blast. We've been meaning to have you for a long time. Yeah. Uh, we would like to have you on again soon to do Battle with Umar. Can't in wait. A, in a, in a, Can't in a wait. contest of wits. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So uh, look forward to that, and uh, hopefully sometime in November we'll have you for look, that. Look, I know you're and, a wrestling uh, fan, DK, and uh, all I'm going to say is expect a promo to be cut. Please cut Sweet. one. <laughs> Please cut one. <laughs> oh, <right>. yeah. <laughs> oh, cream going to rise to the top, baby. Oh. Yeah. 